for 50 years, Eva, an alien from planet Rikos, has lived in human form on Earth as Kyle Johnson. When Eva gets into a fight at the sewage treatment plant where he works, he is put into jail. A jailer overhears Ebar trying to contact his home planet and tells the authorities. Ebar is sent to the psychiatric ward of Buffalo County Hospital for evaluation, where he eventually comes under the care of Jeremy Slater. Jeremy is a young mental health professional, and Ebar's case is his first assignment. No one believes that Ebar is an alien. More to the point, everyone thinks he's crazy. After working with his patient for a month, Jeremy begins to believe Ibar truly is who he says he is, and concocts a plan. If Ibar will quit talking about being an alien and pretend he is human, Jeremy will work with him so he can get released from the hospital and go on living his life. Ibar agrees. Jeremy's egotistical boss, Dr. Richard Andrews, has other ideas. He and a friend at the Pentagon have come up with a plan of their own. Andrews will take over the case and announce to the world that Ebar really is an alien. Andrews figures it will make him famous. His plan is to keep Ebar locked up and study him for the rest of his life. Jeremy is appalled. He and Ebar have become friends, and he can't allow Andrews to take control of his friend's life. Aided by co-worker Julie and her partner Ren, the four of them go on the run, with thugs sent by the Pentagon in hot pursuit. This is a story about good and evil, and is a mirror held up to the times we live in. Ultimately though, it is a story of friendship, a friendship that changes the lives of both Eva and Jeremy forever. Jim Bates's Alien of Orchard Lake. Get your copy now at mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free Jayzo Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 242 of the World of Myth Bits. I am super, super, duper excited because we are back. We have a new magazine, uh, and I couldn't help it. I just had to dive straight in and read it all and soak up all the amazing talent that submits each and every month to uh, the the World of Myth magazine, uh, Dark Myth Publications, um, just yeah, in- incredible. Great to see uh, so many familiar names again, uh, and maybe one or two new ones too. Yeah, which was really cool. Uh, and so yeah, the it, it's it's just great to see the new look E Mag. Um, see it in uh, MythMart 
Shop.com as well uh, available for uh, for you to buy a um, a hard copy of it. Uh, yeah, and it's just reading through it. It just felt like a great magazine of creativity uh, and international creativity, which I'm really proud, really thrilled to be a part of. But before we get into my review of the September magazine, uh, just a couple of things from housekeeping. So right off the top, Dark Myth Publications is getting ready to launch Walter G. Esselman's A Dragon Sun Anthology, due out on the 10th of October this year. So that's pretty cool. That's very, very exciting. Uh, great to have a, another Walt um, story, novel, I, I guess, uh, in, uh, in Mythmart. Um, well done. Congratulations to you, Walt. Uh, and um, an anthology. So that's, yeah, pretty cool. Lots of, maybe lots of short stories in there. Uh, sounds like it maybe has a, has a, um, like a fantasy feel to it, but we'll just have to wait and see. So that's just around the corner, a um, couple of weeks away. So, uh, so that's pretty thrilling, pretty thrilling for you, uh, Mr. Esselman, and also thrilling for those of us who are, uh, are keen to sink our teeth into something new. Don't forget the new issue of the World of Myth is now out. Uh, September edition. Um, number 118. Uh, and don't forget, you access it uh, if you don't buy a hard copy from Mythmart, of course. You can access the PDF for free by going to www.theworldofmyth.com uh, and click on download here I reckon it is on the left hand side of the screen so don't go into um, like uh, I think there's previous like you can go back into the previous um, online magazines uh, like um, episode 117 and, and back there's of course the, the back catalogue uh, and I as well um, still on the website you can go into like the author um, or the contributors section uh, but I don't know if the uh, contributor section will actually have anything from 118 onwards I'm no, not sure what uh, what Dave's going to decide to do um, with that one so that'll, that'll be interesting to see uh, but yes, make sure to jump on the on the website as normal, but then go over to download here, and that will take you through to the um, the new look mag. Yeah, and I encourage you all uh, check it out, have a look, have a read. There's some amazing stuff. Uh, don't take my word for it, but I am going to review uh, each and every piece, and I have remembered to review the reviews. Uh, but for housekeeping number three. Uh, because of the confusion of deadlines, uh, our chief editor, uh, Looper, has requested uh, that we go back to the, the normal so that it's still possible to send your submissions for October. Uh, they will now close off uh, October the 15th. 
Yep, so I will go to the original deadline of the 15th of each month for the issue that comes out on the 24th of the month. Yep, so uh, yeah, any Halloween ideas that you've still got, um, you, st you still have the opportunity to send them through to, uh, to Steph to review, uh, and hopefully we can have a bumper bumper magazine for, um, for October. It will be really, really cool. Uh, number four. So I just once again wanted to uh, give out uh, hearty congratulations. Thrilled for Adele Evershed, uh, the winner of the 2023 Open Contract Challenge. Uh, James Rumpel, the runner-up, and also C.L. Steele for third place. Uh, some wonderful, amazing, brilliant prizes. And looking forward to, uh, yeah, these, uh, these incredible stories. Uh, coming out in um, ebook form, uh, in uh, novel form. In the case of Adele, uh, hopefully James, you'll put forward your um, your manuscript as well for uh, for publication through through uh, through Dark Myth. Very very cool. Loads of talent. Hopefully we are all working on our submissions for the 2024 Open Contract Challenge Year Six. Uh, fingers crossed for us all um, hopefully we will uh, yeah see some greater successes uh, and Adele the uh, the big decision falls neatly and tidily into your lap uh, the 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 ultimate uh, decision for 2024. So all the best for that. Uh, also, just wanted to mention uh, The Monster Within, the new anthology that's coming out from Jezo Mon. Um, that is now closed. So well done and congratulations to everybody that's managed to submit for that one. Uh, and... Steph wants me to let you all know that those of us who have submitted, that the uh, the emails we will be going out during the week to those who have been uh, accepted for uh, for that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, hopefully we're all um, all creating like mad. Uh, and um, yeah, that the the juices are flowing. The stories are uh, are happening for us in uh, whether they're travel, flash, um, more a short story, or if you're working on novels. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything is going well uh, in your world creatively. And now, on to my review of uh, magazine number one hundred and eighteen. September 2023 edition, uh, 90 pages worth of goodies. Uh, now that does include, I think, the front cover and also a great um, advert for Mythmark on the back as well. Yeah, and I thought that was a nice, nice little touch. Definitely uh, made it feel like a real magazine. But now, straight off the bat, an amazing cover. Love the new look with the author surnames down the bottom left-hand corner as well. well. I thought that was a nice little touch too. Yeah, so uh, so well done, Dave, with your uh, your flair of creativity. 
Uh, and the art, the artwork on the cover, striking and cool. The layout is different, easier to navigate, maybe, or I, I felt that way anyway. Um, I love what Dave has done with the design. So yeah, it's got a real cool, real nice feel to it. Uh, great intro from Steph, as always. Um, on point and expressing the same excitement that many of us are sharing, having this magazine back at last. Uh, congratulations to Adele Evershed, and of course to uh, runners-up and the third place winners of the OCC. So yeah, there's a nice little uh, announcement there um, about Adele. Uh, congratulations to you. Looking forward to discovering um, what the Year 5 2023 winning entry uh, looks like, uh, reads like. Um, yeah, very excited for you. Very excited for all of us. Uh, and uh, yeah, just wanted to note, it's great to see as well that Adele also has a piece in the magazine for this month. I think in the poetry section. Well, but we'll get to that anyway. Uh, and um, straight into it. So uh, kicking off with Drabble and Flash. Uh, and I was honoured and thrilled to discover that my D&D inspired flash piece called Beating the Boys at Their Own Game has kicked off a wide range of pieces. So, whoop, that was the cat just racing past. Hello, Patchy. So 15 stories, 11 poems, youth art from Zoe, uh, and three new additions to the gallery. Uh, Kevin Hoskinson has supplied a movie review uh, and of course the wonderful Michael A. Arnold is expanding our knowledge of the art world and that of literature so uh, well done Michael great to see you once again uh, I think the magazine wouldn't feel right without uh, some sort of a review from you uh, in the uh, the world of art and the world of literature so thank you for um, for supplying those for the September edition. And after glancing over the boardroom minutes, it's lovely to see, yeah, a, uh, a little uh, mention of MythMart uh, at the end there. So don't forget to check out MythMart.com for all your wonderful, uh, unique, eclectic, uh, an eclectic range of, uh, of poetry, um, anthologies, novels, novellas, uh, comic books, uh, t-shirts, the, yeah, just, just such a wonderful site, wonderful range, something for everyone, uh, it's so unique, so make sure that you check it out, oh, and, um, Book of the Month as well, don't forget to check out Book of the Month, uh, and now, there's the, um, the magazine, uh, so that we can buy as well. So, uh, so it's where it was something for everyone before. It's definitely something for everyone now. So mythmart.com, make sure that you check it out and keep up with, uh, with all the new stuff that's, that's coming on because there's always new stuff. So, yeah, so let's get uh, stuck right in, uh, and check out the September 23 e-magazine. So, first off, I encourage you to please read 
and enjoy my little tale. Uh, definitely one for those who've played D&D uh, or any other role-playing game. Hopefully, it stands alone uh, as a story form. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. And I, I would love to... Um, I don't know if we can comment anymore or leave stars with the magazine. Uh, I think Dave was sort of trying to look into that, but I don't know if that's possible anymore. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to leave um, comments, uh, maybe under the um, the post for um, the World of Myth bits. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, interesting to see once we've all gone through the New Look magazine, what our favourite pieces might be and uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, moving on to the second piece of um, of Drabble and Flash is uh, Puneet Kumar, uh, of course, uh, back again. Welcome back, my friend. His picture on the wall is the name of the of the story. Great to see you once again, Puneet, and great to see your style of storytelling has not changed over this period of time. This one was good, a short but suspenseful tale of mystery. I liked it. And then moving on, of course, Jim Bates' uh, World of Myth magazine wouldn't be World of Myth magazine without the very talented Jim Bates. Uh, and this one here, The Elephant Stomp. No edition would be complete. I uh, just wanted to say, Jim, that I love the Just Desserts. Uh, and this tale was delicious. Well done. Very, very clever. Um, Pad... Min... Mini? Krishan? Uh, is the next piece. Uh, moving into children's literature now. Uh, and These Happy Days. And this one here almost felt like a fairy tale. Such a wonderful story, full of mischief, cleverness, uh, and kind of a happy ending, I suppose. Yeah, there's. Um, I was caught, caught up in the, the storytelling uh, in this instance, and I, I loved the... Um, you can sort of tell that it's not a Western-style story, but it it has a lot of those typical fantasy, fanciful elements as well. Uh, and I, I loved the fact that it wasn't happy throughout. There was an element of danger. There was a, like a, a real mystery, a requirement for bravery from the, the, the main characters. And yeah, it was just a, a great story. So that one there, These Happy Days, uh, well, well worth a read. And then, uh, in children's literature, another story from me, uh, the continuation of uh, Bee, Dove, Bull and Co. Um, here, I've, I've tried to explore and tell more about the Elder Gods, sort of going back to the, the beginning uh, sort of re revealing some of the elements of the mystery. Um, and this one here, this was the, um, the the chapter that I created, I guess, to be the start. But I think when I'll review the, the manuscript itself, I don't think 
I'll actually make at the start. I think it will flow better where it is. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you jump in. Hopefully you've been following that story of uh, of all my different characters, my my D and D um, Lovecraft mishmash. Uh, and yeah, hopefully it's something that um, that you're you're happy to to give a read on this occasion. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. And then on to fantasy, and a moment to remember part two by Tom Fowler. And this this is this is a challenge in having such a wide gap between um, World of Myth magazine one seventeen and World of Myth magazine one eighteen, uh, and trying to catch up. Uh, I mean, it's of course silly me. There's the opportunity to go back and look back over. Um, Seven, uh, 117 uh, and then sort of get the whole picture of the story but I like the way that Tom has actually been able to bring us all quickly up to speed with this one uh, and also I love the two characters Jake and Danny but I especially love Jake's mum uh, just a very well told story thank you Tom and um it's uh yeah it's a a uh, a great way to sort of tie it all together and then ah we have the invitation by Karen Bailey this story makes me want to be one of the willow women yes i remember this one uh, I love the relationship between Kari and Amy and the mystery of the wonderful shed. So, um, yeah, if you, if you like a, um, a modern fantasy story, um, yeah, by all means, uh, give this one a go. The Invitation. Yeah, it's, yeah it was a, just a really nice tale, very cleverly told. And then, uh, Shadows of Anasazi, Anasazi, uh, part one of three. So, uh, Gabriela Balcom, thank you so much for setting us up with, uh, with bated breath for the fact that we have a lovely little serial coming up from you. Um, another familiar talent. Exploring the world of her imagination. I learned a lot about Native American myth and legend reading this one, uh, and I cannot wait for the next couple of months when um, we will hopefully see parts two and part three following on. Uh, yeah, just a great, um, interesting, engaging story. But uh, but Gabriella always writes um, amazing tales and wonderful poetry. Uh, and this is no different. And then finish off fantasy. Um, yeah, finishing off our our time in the realm of fantasy is uh, my story, Paethra's Tale, part 25. And in this edition, we discover more about the mysterious figure of Raven. Is he the son of Michael Stormsong? Or, in actual fact, something 
something entire, uh, something else entirely, and you will just have to read uh, and make up your own mind. Then on to horror, ha ha! And who better to lead us, uh, lead us down the dark and twisted paths of horror than our resident queen of scream, um, Dawn de Brawl. Goldspring Star is a dark tale full of many lessons. So please, please, if you love uh, a little bit of uh, terror in your tales, by all means, I can thoroughly recommend Dawn de Brawl. And then The Basement by Destiny Eve Pfeiffer. And Destiny, I love your writing style, and this story is no exception. Lydia is a great protagonist, growing in confidence and strength as the story goes on. Uh, this tale... Doo -doo -doo. I can't read my own writing. Um, oh yes, this, this tale sort of uh, goes into the dark side of fantasy uh, and deals with it well. To finish off our short story in the horror genre... Ah yes, okay. Uh, yes, so thank you, uh, thank you, Destiny. A uh, another great tale by you. And then to finish off our short uh, our short stint in the horror genre uh, is Return to the Ravine, or is it the Ravine? Part two by Kate McDonald Dunbar. Truly terrifying traditional tale of terror. This one. I love the description of the horrors. Not just sight, but sound too. What a great story, Kate. Thank you. And then on to Action and Suspense in the Midst of Normalcy, Part 6, by Tom Fowler. And this is massive. This is a huge dedication. Um, like 80-something chapters Tom's got planned for us. Uh, and I love how you're building the suspension, uh, building the suspense with each and every edition, Tom. The, this episode, I thought, was especially good, talking about a night out on the town. And it's uh, especially good, I think, I can relate to it reasonably well, because um, being a parent of three teenagers now, uh, a night out on the town is a very, very rare thing indeed. So, um, yeah, it was it was great to sort of read this story, relate to the characters somewhat, uh, and I'm interested to see how this is all building to some big events, uh, and then the finally the the reveal of the mystery. So, well done. Tom, well, uh, well written. And then we move on to uh, the feature author section, uh, and of course it just so happens to be uh, the wonderful Jim Bates. The Alien of Orchard Lake teaser chapter 4. Uh, so The Alien of Orchard Lake is out in, uh, in MythMart.com, uh, and what a great feature of the new magazine. Thanks Dave for highlighting the talented Jim Bates. And thanks, Jim, for highlighting this great story of yours. The Alien of Orchard Lake. Yeah, now available at Mythmart. 
gmail.com. So make sure you check out uh, the teaser. Make sure, yeah, you check out the featured author. Uh, and I'd be very interested to see who's going to be the, um, the featured author for October. Uh, and now we move on to humor. And the first place winner of the 2023 Open Contract Challenge. Congratulations, Adele Evershed. And thank you for bringing us all fingers and thumbs. With this story, Adele has brought much to make us ponder and much to make us smile. Such an interesting world and such fascinating characters. So, well done, Adele. And looking forward to discovering what it is that uh, that has won the 2023 Year 5 Open Contract Challenge as well. If it's come from you uh, and this sort of writing style, uh, I'm sure that it's going to be absolutely amazing. And then on to poetry uh, and the poem section. Uh, and we begin with Lynn White's Certain and Impossible Events. And what a wonderful look at two famous characters of literature, enlightening us with words of whimsical wisdom. Thank you, Lynn. And then Dream of Death by Puneet Kumar. We've sort of gone from one extreme to the other immediately in poetry. And I love the fact that that is such a possibility and that you just roll with it. So Dream of Death by Puneet Kumar. What a vision. A truly troubled imagination? Or is that a saddening memory, Puneet? I too would release a river of melancholy should I have experienced such as what is, uh, what is mentioned and described uh, so poetically. And then Iris Cycles by Cindy Rhines, I think it is. Uh, true beauty inspired by that which we can witness around us. Cindy, you have highlighted how... So, Cindy, you have highlighted how the beauty of Mother Nature... Well captured and retold. Um, I'm confusing myself with my own notes. But anyway, the I think the, the gist of what I'm trying to say is the, the, the natural beauty and the, the vision that you have painted for us with this poem uh, is truly stunning, Cindy. So thank you. And then Senru by Barbara Anna... Gayamon, I'm really sorry people if I'm butchering your names, I humbly apologise. Uh, but I'm enjoying your poetry. It's, uh, yeah, it's amazing stuff. Uh, we have such a variety of creatives that submit to the World of Myth magazine each and every month. Uh, and it is my privilege and my honour to, uh, to read through and review it all. This one's short, but not so sweet. This one fascinates me. Uh, such a visual impression. Yeah. On to something a little safer now. The Hopadope by Ken Goss. What a clever ditty, Ken. Um, Oh, 
What have I done? What a clever ditty can a witch for one and all of us. No, that makes no sense whatsoever. This is what happens when you write really, really fast and you try and get all of your ideas down all at once. But anyway, yes, I, I thought that this was a, uh, a good one, Ken. Uh, and always, your, uh, tradition, your typical style shining through once more. Uh, I love the way that you sort of pick out a, um, an idea or um, like something well known from, uh, from myth, legend, folklore, uh, and you sort of give it your own twist. But I, yeah, I do, do love that, that way, the way that you do that, Ken. Um, and then, oh, I love this one, The Murderous Hair by Avery Hunter. This one is sinister and filled with truth. As once a rabbit owner, I know the ferocity of such seemingly docile creatures. I fear the hair, much larger and more springy, would be ten times worse than a fluffy bunny. So, uh, Avery, well done. Uh, congratulations on a, um, a vicious piece of, of poetry there, inspired by the, uh, the red-eyed monster which is um, the, the rabbit on steroids, I guess. So, uh, so well done, congratulations. Uh, Painted Words is, uh, is next in the list of poetry by Christine Tabaka. Uh, what a most powerful piece, Christine. Love so strong and powerful now lost, your talent as a poet shines through. So thank you for, uh, for gifting us with, uh, with this moment to digest, I suppose. I, I do love everything that you do, Christine. I uh, do believe that you are an incredibly talented poet. So, uh, so thank you for sharing that with us. And a poetic Scottish tour by Sultana Raza. And once more, Sultana has actually uh, done a wonderful thing and, uh, and recorded her reading the poem as well on YouTube. Uh, so not only can you read the poem, but you can also click on the link to, um, to YouTube and actually hear the poet read uh, and also explain uh, the poem as well. So uh, I thoroughly recommend doing both. Uh, so another clever, thought-provoking work from you, Sultana. Your interpretation of the Master Keats is so well done. I also love the map on your wall in the video as well. Yeah, so, so if you do watch the YouTube video, make sure that you pay some attention to, um, to the background as well. Uh, I think visiting your place and s sitting down and speaking with you, Sultana, would be uh, an, ex uh, an amazing experience. And then, Scarlet Letter Bears No Name. Scarlet Letter Bears No Name. Yes. Uh, by Dr. Anissa Shani. I found this one intriguing and powerful. An ultimate forgiveness for those who should not feel guilt. I hope that makes sense to everybody. 
and I'm hoping that that's what you all get as well as you're you're reading through this poem. Uh, and then uh, on to Somniphobia by Kate McDonald Dunbar. This one, Kate, is so dark and so disturbing. Such a frightful power. A very, very interesting poem. Uh, and thank you for um, for sending in for September a, a story and a poem both. And then uh, more poetry. Do, 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 do. Yes, I have indeed been boasting. Ah, yes. Yes, I have indeed been boasting is a poem by Trisha Lloyd Waller. Uh, inspired by myth and ah, inspired by myth and mayhem, such a story told through verse. Uh, yeah, this this one was um, was interesting to read, and um, yeah, the fun, fun I guess this, would fun be the right word? I don't know. The you almost get that feeling of the the audacity the. Um, the fact that the the gods have once again somehow found a way to break the rules, turn the tables, and make it more about them, about the actual uh, the actual issue or the actual truth. Yeah. So thank you, Trisha. It was yeah. It's an interesting poem. It's um, I would say fun to read and fun to to interpret and and sort of uh, sort of get get out of it. Um, that that interest, that learning, that the way that you depicted uh, a moment of myth in a modern day setting. So well done, congratulations. Uh, and now we move into creative youth art, uh, and of course, like um, Punit, Dawn, Jim. Uh, no edition of the World of Myth magazine, or no no recent edition of the World of Myth magazine, is complete without a piece from Zoe M. Montoya. Uh, this one's called Egg Adventures. And before I kick off, I just wanted to say a happy belated birthday wishes to you, young Zoe, our uh, our resident youth artist. Uh, hopefully, you had an awesome day, uh, and I love in your background for um, as, uh, as an artist that you mentioned that, uh, that one day you would love to take over from dad as the CEO uh, of this amazing incredible company and I think uh, although that's probably years and years and years away I think when the time comes you will be ready and you will be the perfect person to take that on uh, but Onto your uh, your piece of art, um, egg adventures, and I loved seeing your crazy eggs, and I loved that each one of them seemed to have its own character as well. Like you can you can sort of take in from the image that you created uh, the mis the the mayhem that's going on, but each of your eggs seems to to have that uniqueness. Uh, that sort of stands out. 
And that's not easy to do, so uh, congratulations and well done. And then on to the gallery, and we kick off with Liliana by Vincent May, uh, our cover image. So Vincent, you have produced for us in Liliana a stunning cover for the September magazine. Beauty, ferocity, and a huge helping of charisma. Awesome job. Well done. But we also have Predator by Dan Hammond, Fierce and Deadly. A lot going on in this one. There, there's a, a, a lot of uh, intricate patterning happening. Uh, not the sort of image that you want to meet in a dark alley. Uh, and if uh, my knowledge of predators is anything to go by, not the sort of creature that you want to meet anywhere, for that matter. Um, this could have been a cool cover as well, by, by all means. Uh, and then Purple Woman 2 by Michael A. Swarth. Uh And again, a, a third image submitted by a truly talented artist that could have made a brilliant cover also. Uh, so Purple Woman 2, so much attitude in one look. The eyes, the lips, the hair. Great job, Michael. Um, yeah, this yeah, this was really cool. I uh, I love going through the gallery, the the youth stuff um, that Zoe submits, and sometimes other young artists will submit as well. is is great to see, uh, but also the um, the stuff that these incredible artists are, are putting up each and every month. So uh, so well done and congratulations to all. And then on to movie reviews. We we hit the review, reviewing the reviews. So, Kevin Hoskinson reviews Bottoms. And I have to say, looking at the cover, and sort of considering what, what Michael... No, sorry, Michael. So looking at the sort of stuff that Kevin's mentioned in his review... Um, I didn't think that this would be the sort of movie that I would like. But, thanks to your review, Kevin, I now might just give it a go. Almost five-star review. Uh, I think we all need to now know what we're missing out on. Um, yeah, it uh, it just sounds... Awesome. I know, I loved like American Pie and the... Those those sort of movies. Uh, I, I I hear what you're talk, what, what you're saying, Kevin. In the um, there's the cult classics, and it sounds like Bottom is going to end up being one of the cult classics for this modern age. Uh, and I'm thrilled to hear that uh, that you and your teenage son, uh, early adult, because. Um, Bottoms is R-rated, but yeah, I, I'm happy to hear that um, that the two of you decided uh, to uh, to skip over uh, what would be probably a more mainstream uh, popular movie uh, and went with Bottoms instead. So uh, so yeah, I'm thrilled that you both enjoyed it, and I'm thrilled that you were able to have that bonding moment with your son. Okay, so now, uh, Michael A. Arnold, book reviews. And Michael A. Arnold asks, what is literature? 
And as a librarian, this is a big question, Michael. This is a huge question. Uh, and I just wanted to say what an insightful article, as always, from you. Thank you for once more making us question our bias uh, and also um, for um, making many of us consider something new. Uh, trying, 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 breaking out of the, the normal genres that uh, that we like to uh, to switch off from the world and delve into. Um, yeah, the I I love the way that you look outside the box uh, in uh, in your book reviews uh, and also in your art reviews too, and we might flow into that. Uh, looking at the art review by Michael A. Arnold, and this time covering off on unknown artists. Um, I love it. The, each and every month you seem to find a way, Michael, to expand our horizons and our, our knowledge. Uh, and um, again, a fascinating discussion about the world of unknown artists. I love the suggestions that you've put forward. Uh, I love how you always question the why and explore to the point of discovery. So, um, yeah, just just thank you so much for opening our minds and for uh, guiding us, guiding us on a journey through that which we nor may not normally think to explore. There are certain people that um, I've, got, I've got certain friends and family that are, are interested in, in reading and discovering and learning about that which is off the beaten track, off like outside of the, the mainstream type stuff. Uh, and I, I love the fact that Michael, through these reviews that you do, you're gently introducing the rest of us into the possibility of what we could discover by doing that too. So um, yeah, I, uh, I'm thoroughly looking forward to the October magazine. Uh, once more, it's not just the cover. I, I want to know what the, uh, the October cover is going to look like. Um, I, uh, I would be uh, thrilled to learn what it is that you submit, sir, on book reviews and on uh, the, um, the art review, uh, delving into the, uh, the art world as well. Uh, and then we finish up with the board meeting minutes. Uh, interesting as always. Uh, and well worth a read. So, yeah, you you get like the 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 minutes of the board meeting sort of give you a bit of an insight into uh, into what's happened and the direction that the company might be heading. Uh, but they're very brief as well. They're um, they're uh, not uh, they they don't spell out each and everything that's going on. Uh, and I'm curious as well, there's a, a mention of a welcome back and of a departure, but I think it might just be 
something along the lines of uh, somebody who stepped into a particular role on the board um, and then the person who previously held that position is stepping back into that role. Uh, but I'm always curious to find out what new ideas are being floated, um, what may be uh, happening in the, in the near and far future to do with this company. Uh, and at the end of the day, the fact that the minutes are there for us all to get out of it what um, what we what we can yeah it's as you're going through the magazine uh, make sure that you don't skip over the minutes um, it's good to know the knowledge is power I guess is what I'm trying to say and uh, and the more you know the uh, the more informed you can be when it comes to uh, to any decisions that you need to make so that's basically it uh, magazine 118 uh, the September edition don't forget you still have the opportunity to send through until the 15th of October for the um, episode uh, magazine number 119 the uh, the October 2023 edition uh, and it'll be in the, the brand new PDF format, uh, which you can then buy through mythmart.com. Make sure that you check it out. Ciao for now.